Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are doing Planet of the Apes, audience choice. Yeah, 1968. Very, not, yes. Not the Tim Burton <laughs> shit no. one. No. <laughs> we're doing the classic, the OG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, original. Was and this your this was this was your first watch? This was my first watch. Yeah, this, of this was whole my movie. first watch Yes, absolutely. Well. And I just want to say, you mentioned it's audience choice we screwed up a little bit uh by allowing this <laughs> oh why <laughs> well what did we do okay so uh if you're not a patreon uh if you don't support us on patreon every month we do uh, uh an audience choice but this month was our redemption round okay, right yes. where it was everything that came in second place uh that like we hadn't done before or like you know had over 30 percent of the vote and uh that included plan of the apes in 1968 but uh, I forgot that Planet of the Apes 1968 was put up as our bad movie month that we did uh, in <laughs> December. <laughs> so, like, of course our listeners are picking the bad one or the cheesy one. I don't know. What did you think of the movie? I don't think it's a bad yeah. movie. It's like, I don't know. what. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on this movie. I enjoyed watching it. It was... Very entertaining. It definitely has flaws to it, but it was really interesting to watch. And it connected a lot of dots for like pop culture references for yes. me, where I was like, oh, no, I needed to watch this apparently <laughs> to be a part of society. I needed this, to watch this. This movie is referenced a lot. Uh, and I mean, we might as well get into it right now The Simpsons. Mm. Uh, the, the, Planet of the Apes musical, which as soon as we announced this, that we were doing this episode, all of our listeners reached out with Dr. Zayas memes. That's um, all I've been singing all morning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all morning that I've just been humming that to myself. So addictive. It is. Um, and uh, I'll just say this about, I rewatched that episode of The Simpsons. It's great. Still holds up. Um, they, uh, that's the one where Troy McClure is supposed to have sexual relations with fish. And I thought that was way more subtle in the episode than it was. <laughs> They're very explicit about it for a Simpsons episode. But that's all I'll say. Other than also that Troy, the character of Troy McClure in The Simpsons is so clearly Charlton Heston from this movie. Yeah. Like I feel that. Like it, Phil Hartman is there's doing like that. A real, there's a real hamminess to it. Like I, well, every space captain, I believe, has to be a bit of a ham. True. That's kind of what it has to be. And that's also kind of what I liked this character in a sense. Like I didn't like him in the sense of like, he's a good guy. <laughs> I never no. felt like, oh, this is a great, this is a good man or whatever. But he was really funny to watch. <laughs> he was, yeah. And it all, I, I also wrote down here, like you're talking about the space captain ham. And I was like, it feels like Charlton Heston in this movie is doing what everybody does when they're trying to do an impression of William Shatner. But like he's doing it for real. Yeah, for <laughs> for keeps. Yeah. He's really doing it. <laughs> like William Shatner impressions are actually doing Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes, which just like I don't know where the timeline for this movie and Star Trek line up. Like they were probably around the same time. Uh, but yeah, nuts. Uh, absolutely. Nuts. So guys, if you haven't seen this movie, if you're like us and you have not seen this movie, 
Uh, Planet of the Apes, 1968. Basically, what happens is it starts with uh, uh, some astronauts, uh, Charlton Heston, uh, who's playing George Taylor, and he's the captain of a spaceship that's going off into space. And he says, uh, it's, you know, we're going to arrive at this new star, and it's going to be 700 years in the future because of we're traveling near the speed of light. And he wonders if humanity is will be the same when they get back home and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, and they go into cryosleep. And then when their, pl- their, their spaceship crashes on a mysterious planet and uh, the single woman that they have accompanying them dies uh, or died even before the thing crashed. Just immediately. Just, just <laughs> like a leak in her air tank or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the, there's three survivors, him and two other guys, uh, Landon and Dodge, and they get out and they kind of do some survival stuff. And then they encounter some hu- other humans. There's humans here, and they're running through. They steal the humans steal their clothes, and they're running through a cornfield. And like the astronauts are like, "Yeah, let's eat some corn." And then, oh my God, monkeys riding horses show up <laughs> and start shooting people. Uh, they start shooting the humans and rounding them up and putting them in nets. And we learn that we are in fact on a planet of the apes. The apes are dun, in dun, control, dun, dun. and they're t- they can talk, and they have civilization. And basically, uh, then uh, the two two uh, orangut not orangutans, sorry, chimpanzees, mm-hmm. um, uh, Cornelius and Zira, sort of discover. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, George gets shot in the neck at this point, so he can't talk for a minute until <laughs> they fix that. Uh, and then Cornelius and Zira, who are like scientists, discover that uh, George can talk. And it causes this huge schism in their society where they're like, ooh, no, humans are dirty and you're not allowed to, they're not smart. And that means apes are less. If humans are smart, that means apes are shit somehow. <laughs> or like it defies our sacred scrolls. So uh, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Dr. Zayas, <laughs> uh, who is an orangutan, um, is and the and head scientist and defender of the faith, um, is like, no he can't be around and they try and like kind of kill him or like uh whatever and then uh they put him on trial which was weird and then uh <laughs> <laughs> i love when a movie does a trial scene out of nowhere yeah right that's like really like just Mwah. an airbud chef's kiss for me i love it <laughs> absolutely and i think there's probably some good reason to have that in there but anyway uh long story short um the cornelius is an archaeologist and they they go to the Forbidden Zone and they find evidence that uh, humans pr- uh, existed on the planet as a civilized species before the apes. And then uh, 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 George gets away with um, uh, Nova, the, who's the girl that he's given. I heard, Rebecca will get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he rides away off into the Forbidden Zone. And it turns out, oh, no. It was Earth the whole time. It's the Statue of Liberty buried in sand. It was Earth. You blew it up, you monsters. Uh, (laughs) And the apes have taken over. That's the planet of the apes, everybody. That is. Yeah. That was the planet of the apes. Yeah. (laughs) Now, who would we say is the villain? Dr. Zayas. Absolutely. It is going to take all of my strength not to say his name twice every time. (laughs) It's going to take all of my will. This is what... (laughs) The Simpsons does. Ah. <laughs> Is it poisons pop culture references? Yeah, right? so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely Dr. Zayas. Definitely. Who I think we can easily have a strong case for. Well, yes, <laughs> I, I think so too. I would also say 
there are definitely things I don't agree with mm. in terms of their method, the the ape's methodology in this. Yes. Um, well, I mean, as a as a science man yourself, some of this has to be disturbing <laughs> on a level. There's no way. Well, yeah, and like the other thing is, this whole movie is a very obvious metaphor for things that were happening in and around the 1960s. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's very difficult to break away from that metaphor <laughs> and be like, that was wrong, though. You know, like mm. like when they're they're criticizing humanity for doing these things and they're criticizing this and be like, no, 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 no. They were right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I could two-part brain it. <laughs> Fair Just enough. remove all metaphors from this and push oh, forward. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do in this podcast. Bad faith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so first of all, I think we should maybe talk about how shitty Taylor is. <laughs> I think that's a good base yes, to start, right? Please. If we don't 100% agree with our villains, let's start pointing out why our heroes are shitty. Okay. <laughs> Garbage human. He, he has so many speeches in this movie. Or not speech, but you know what I mean. The, he monologues. He, he, okay, yes. He's the only human <laughs> left who can speak. <laughs> and he finds it necessary to monologue all the time, which I guess makes sense. You can't. Oh yeah, you don't want to go like, insane. I understand. Still speak. I speak out loud in my own home <laughs> by myself. Do you monologue? No, yeah, no. It's different somehow. It's it different. is different somehow. I do have to cut myself down. Okay, I got to keep my monologuing for the podcast, right? <laughs> Just <laughs> holy shit. Um, but he, yes, you're right. He does have these like monologues that does not paint him as a good person <laughs> at fucking all. It's so funny to watch because I'm like, I, I'm wondering what exact, because it is obviously like criticizing like humans in a sense. And yes, they definitely like, it, it, they're even described almost as like locusts yes. in this movie of like, okay, they kind of take over and destroy everything, which accurate yeah <laughs> no absolutely yeah doc, the, the, so there's the sacred scroll at the end uh which he reads and uh i i wrote it down because i was like well this summarizes i think our entire point for dr zayas mm -hmm. um who becomes more right as the movie goes on i will say that yes uh where it's so this is from the the ape sacred scroll it says beware the beast man for he is the devil's pawn alone among god's primates he kills for sport or lust or greed uh, not technically true, but anyway. Yea, he will murder his brother to possess his brother's land. Let him not breed in great numbers, or he will make the desert of his home and yours. Shun him, drive him back into the jungle lair, for he is the harbinger of death. Like, that's a fucking... Woo! That's some chilling shit. That's some <laughs> chilling shit. And other than the fact that other apes absolutely murder each other. Uh... <laughs> 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 Yeah. Chimpanzees are very violent. Uh, well, maybe not here. Not here, though. We, they, have, yes. they have grown up and they've civilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us not put that on them, right? No, We're a civilized society. <laughs> and as a civilized society of humans, you can't say that those things aren't true about us. Yeah. We ruin our environment. Mm -hmm. We fight each other constantly. Also, if, the, if Taylor's the last one... Ah, uh, that's that's fine. Let's let's. Mm, mm -mm. I don't think I don't think humans are for us. Maybe. We did not keep the best for last. Woo! This guy. For okay. So, <laughs> the idea 
that this man has described a lieutenant basically as a woman we brought to fuck is nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's bananas, right? Yeah. Was that shocking for you? It, it was, yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I understand, like, first of all, if that's the case, guys, we gotta, why do we bring three men and one woman? That ratio seems wrong. (laughs) I don't understand it. Yes. So, which really raises the question, is this, was this the plan? Were these all people who were willing, and, like, the plan is go to a new planet and repopulate it or, or start a colony there? In which case, you're absolutely right. The uh, the ratios of that crew, three men and one woman, totally off. Uh, and the other thing is, if that wasn't the plan, they're just gross. Like they're, it's yeah. just like it's just a sexually hostile work environment for that woman. Oh yeah, that's it. He was like, cause he described. He's like, we were gonna be. She was gonna be the new Eve. Yes. And we and I think he even says like we were gonna go like hot on her like <laughs> oh our yeah our we we'd be the eager and like wet or something like, like it's hot. like like it was I don't think he said wet was, but I love that that's where you're watching it was so <laughs> gross it, it was gross it had wet tones to it yeah. at least it was very sexual and I was like this is. I I also okay. Hot and eager help is what it was. Yeah, there it was we go. Hot yes. And eager help. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. 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 <laughs> yeah, because the whole movie starts with him kind of you know having a cigar on a sh- spaceship. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved. <laughs> I loved that. I'm like I'm willing to to get on board with this. This is very funny. <laughs> It's like I, honestly, that was like watching some, like a somebody smoke in a hospital. You yeah, know what I mean? like it really had that vibe to it. I, I, that made me laugh. And he's kind of like talking, and then he just gives this one long, like longing glance at the singular woman that never speaks and dies no. within the first five minutes of the movie. I don't even think we see her move. No, no, no. I was like, oh, good. The only female character I've been introduced to. <laughs> like, <laughs> they offer immediately. And in some sense, I would love to think that smoking that cigar somehow resulted in her death. Oh! <laughs> like, like the smoke gets into her air filtration system and, like, jams it up or something. Dude, if I was traveling with three men that talked about me that way, I'm like, kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> let, let the airlock release. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> Did you uh. make sure the airlock sealed properly? Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I'm going to go yeah. give birth with three men who would, clearly none of you are doctors. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I am not willing to believe that any of those men were doctors. <laughs> she dodged a bullet on this one, oh, for sure. For good sure. Lord. Um, <laughs> yeah. Staying on Taylor being an absolute piece of shit as well. <laughs> Which is, they crash land on this planet. Okay, mm. unexpected. He takes charge. He's the cap. He's the commander of this vessel, right? Um, saying send a signal, get the emergency gear, all the rest. That's fine. They get out, they land, and he starts immediately badgering the other guys. Yes! Like he is <laughs> so mean to them. You're just a pretty boy. Like yeah, it's yeah, like, so- why are you here? You suck. Like yes. I bet you I bet you wanted to be I bet you were all American in class seventy two and you could he literally says, Why are you here? No shut up, I'll tell you. 
Yeah. This is in, and I cannot stress this enough, this is in a very dire survival situation at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, congratulations, you're the last of the species. Everybody <laughs> you know has been dead and turned to dust decades ago, and the sooner you, re- or hundreds of years ago, the sooner you realize that, the better. To a man who has just, like, been in a spaceship crash. And he's like, I think it's uh, Landon. Yeah, I think Landon's the guy, and he gets lobotomized later. But um, he's like, what about uh, Stuart, the woman? And he's like, this is so fucking insensitive, I can't believe it. Taylor says, or George Taylor says, uh, uh, well, she's been dead for hundreds of years. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it matter now? Because you just found out about it. Yeah, These wounds are fresh to you. Yeah, how's your mind hasn't processed this thing you just learned? It happened forever ago. And this is presumably a person that they know fairly well. Like, they didn't just grab four people, put them in a spaceship, and shoot them off into space. There was, uh, you know, there was months, and if not years of training for this Far oh yeah, but it's very clear Taylor views every woman as a piece of meat to stick his dick into. Oh, it's he like, says as much. It's oh yeah, like at one point when he's like when he's again monologuing, <laughs> <laughs> as you said, yes, as he was monologuing, he was like, oh yes, there were women, lots of women, and I'm like, I love that you're bragging to no one right now. No one can understand what you're saying. You're like, you know who I need to brag to myself, and he goes, lots of love making, but. No love. And I'm like, I feel like that's a you thing, sir. I was about to say this. <laughs> it feels like a you problem. Ooh, yeah, it's got tones of I'm a nice guy. <laughs> like, it really doesn't paint him as a good person. Yeah, that's the society that we left behind. I was like, huh. Yeah, I used to hump and chuck every woman I've ever met. It's like, yeah, I that whole scene really really solidified my dislike of this man <laughs> in particular. There, there was a lot of things building up to that, but I was like, this is really the last nail in the coffin. 100%. He's, he's gross. He's mean. He's uh, very like pessimistic about human culture in general, um, where he's just like, I wanted to leave it all behind because I don't have any connection to anybody or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> one final thing, because once again, this is so cheesy, was uh, Landon puts like a little f- American flag in the rocks. I guess it's sort of like a memorial or like we were here. And then that's like literally, I think what every anybody that's landed somewhere kind yeah, of does this. Exactly. I guess. And we got a little flag and somebody died here. And, and he they just do this zoom <laughs> in on him with the toothiest, most manically. <laughs> This is this is the most evil laugh I have ever heard from anybody so who is not a villain. And even like there are villains who don't have laughs that villainous. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I was like, it's all teeth, head back, <laughs> cackling to the surface at the at the what do we call it? The hubris of this man leaving a flag somewhere. Like you've gone space nuts. 
Yes. And he, he just has so many. The way he delivers some of these lines is I can see why this movie's iconic. Like, yeah. I can, when he's get your hands off, you damn dirty ape. I laughed for like two minutes. Right. I was the delivery of that line was fucking hilarious. That and of course, like you blew it. He's off the yeah. beach. You, you monsters. You blew it all up. <laughs> oh. um, and it's, uh, you touched on it a little bit, but I will say watching this for the first time in 2022, where this movie is, I think, 53 years old at this point, it is so hard to separate this movie from the cultural impact that it has had. Oh, yes. Like, I was like, I watching this, I was like, I don't know if this is cheesy. I don't know if this movie is cheesy. I don't know if it's cheesy because it was cheesy at the time, or I don't know if it's cheesy because it's a 53-year-old sci-fi movie, right? Like, obviously, the special, some of the special effects aren't great. Like, the, the, the spaceship crashing is literally a still shot of a horizon, that they are moving up and down in front of the camera <laughs> and spinning around. Love it. That's some creative filmmaking right I know, there. I but love then it. on the other hand, the monkeys, the apes look pretty good. Yes. Although I will say it did make, when they arrived in on horses, I started to laugh so hard because <laughs> that wasn't how I expected them to show up. And secondarily, because I'm not, the smartest person when they introduced the humans, but they were, all, you know, they're all like kind of disheveled and, and dirty yeah, and like they can't people, speak. Yeah. My, f cause I, again, had never seen this movie. My first thought was, well, those look like terrible apes. I don't think. <laughs> I was like, those aren't going to pass as apes in this girl's mind. And then the apes, I was like, oh, <laughs> those. Oh, sorry, you thought the horses were the apes? No, not the horses, the humans, the dirty oh, humans. Oh, I was oh, like, oh, is this like some sort of like they're going to start like, I right, don't know, right, like right, right, waving right. their arms around or something. Gotcha. It was it was only for half a second. Then I realized I was like, no, that can't be. It. <laughs> that can't. That can't be. But I'm not gonna lie. The thought did enter my brain. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> oh man. So Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. <laughs> so he. So the thing is, is he's basically trying to suppress knowledge that humans are smart, or that there has ever been anything before ape kind yes i think that fairly summarizes his motivations behind this right yes and i also think he he does understand that this guy isn't from another planet yeah like i think he keeps repeating that and he is very correct <laughs> oh i didn't even catch that you're because they Cause keep saying it's ridiculous that you'd be from another planet exactly but and I always, I was just taking that as we don't have space travel, so of course you can't go to other planets. No, I think he's like, no, like I have there. some sort of knowledge that this, you could have existed right. in this space, and I don't think you're from another planet. I firmly believe you're from this one. Because people like you used to exist yes. on this planet. Yeah, because his whole thing was like, stop lying to me. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, like, is there another jungle beyond the Forbidden Zone, like, where you have survived and lived? So in that sense, he has, like, even an even better point 
which is I am worried that we have been discovered by just like the smart humans again. Like they're somehow smart humans have survived in their own place on the world and they are going to come and get us. Which I think is a very valid concern. (laughs) Yes. Considering what they did to the planet. Exactly. Like it is revealed later in the movie that the reason why this forbidden zone is here, this desert, this place where nothing will grow is because humans just decimated it. They took over. They did. They destroyed the whole environment. Yeah. Presumably nuclear war or something. Or whatever it is. You know what I love just to just bounce off to one point of how shitty of scientists these men were. (laughs) I laughed so hard when they were like, oh, the first plant we see, let's rip that out. I did. I did comment on that. Look, life. Rip. Yeah, I was like, that's a great example of Dr. Zayas being correct once again. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because there are there are um there are like mosses in the far Arctic and like corals and things like that that take centuries to grow, mm-hmm. you know, because they're just in such harsh environments or whatever. And just to come across and be like, yoink is such a human thing to do. Yeah. And I think a great display of like, yeah, that speech he gives at the end is pretty <laughs> astute. Okay. Yeah. Like that's pretty on brand <laughs> of just, we have to figure out <laughs> what you're doing because you're going to blow this place up again. Yeah. Because I don't think... And have done a pretty I don't good job of fucking things up while he's there. Given the, given the very limited resources that Taylor has, uh, he does a lot of fucking damage to their society. <laughs> he does. He also... Oh, my God. I can't stop going back to this man. I can't believe they're like, here's... Here's your fuck woman. And he's like, great. <laughs> like, it was just like immediately like, awesome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't communicate. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> I, oh my God, this man. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Nova. Nova. Nova yeah. Name. Yeah. Um, I will say that the, the apes seem really good at picking a hot one. That is, <laughs> for, for uh, not being able to recognize, because at one point, um, one of the apes says, "Like you, we can't tell you apart." Yeah, like put if this, we put this on because they don't, we can sneak you out because you all look alike. Exactly. So it is very funny that they were like, "Well, you like this one, though." <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, "Well, uh, you know, you're not right." Like her teeth are sparkling white. <laughs> We don't know how. Not a hair on her body <laughs> yeah. somehow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fascinated when you're shaving, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even occur to me. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so into that. Very uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> but, like, how kind of impressed would you be? So, Rebecca, you, as Rebecca, crash land on a planet. Turns out it's apes. You're imprisoned. And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's put, let's put a couple in there together and they hand you the hottest <laughs> person and you're just like ah, i mean they're kind of <laughs> i just they, na- <laughs> they, they nailed it you know like oh we got to figure out some sign language or something first yeah, yeah, like yeah, we got to yeah, 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 yeah. i think there's got to be like baseline communication like <laughs> yeah otherwise it gets weird i oh, agree oh it's so ugh, ugh. it gives me it gives me a big ick i don't like it's like we have to baseline communicate on some level yes i will take time to teach you you <laughs> i'll i'll take the time that's fine <laughs> 
We can do that, but just, there's no way. Just be able to sign language water. <laughs> And then we will, we can go to town. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, oh, I want to ask you, because like they, I thought, found it very, very like one of his, uh, one of the scientists gets, or the astronauts gets stuffed, right? Oh, yes, yes. In the, the cornfield, he gets shot. And then, yes. uh, yeah. Question. Yeah. How do you want to be stuffed? If you have an option. Oh, so you're saying, like, like what am I a, doing? Yeah, like, you're a human. What What are you going to be? If they were to preserve our state right now, how mm. would you want to be stopped? So are we representing modern culture here? I think you can. But I won't restrict you to that. It can okay. be whatever you want. can be fun. could be educational, whatever. Um, I feel like... Building a fire might, uh, you know, like oh, you're I, going like caveman on it. Yeah, I like if, that. I was, okay. if I was like caveman guy, I'd say like down on my, you know, down on the knees, making a fire, tending to a fire, sort of thing. I think in a modern context, um, I get a big kick about being in a car and angry. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be stuffed as road rage. Yeah, That's so funny. Yeah, you know, just. My uh, dead hands gripping the steering wheel <laughs> and the teeth just bared out. Yeah, I could, uh, I think. They're painting you. They're like, no, the knuckles need to be whiter. Yeah, whiter. Yeah. <laughs> they won't go any whiter. <laughs> oh, How about you? That's so funny. I love that answer. <laughs> um, I think, um, honestly, <laughs> I think I'd be brushing my teeth. <laughs> okay. Because I find, first of all, I think that's like, that's, sometimes I think about when we're doing things that make us look like animals. Yes. And even though brushing your teeth is a very like clean thing to do, and it's like very it, it's modern. It, there's something about exposing your teeth like in front of a, and like foam coming out of your mouth yeah. that's very like animalistic to me. Hundred percent. So agree. like to me, I would love to <laughs> represent that and be like, okay, like we're still <laughs> back here though. <laughs> Also, whoever stuffed me would have to dust out my mouth, and I think that's funny. That is very That's great funny. vengeance. You know what I mean? Just for the rest of time, you've got to dust out my mouth. Fuck you for stuffing me. Yeah. <laughs> I love I road it. rage, though. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. real good. Hey, guys. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> yeah. just jump on if you are if you know how you would want to be preserved. Let us know. Because, like, honestly, that is one of the most interesting questions I've ever heard. I'd never thought about that before, but that is a, that is a fun little game to oh play. Oh, my God. But to get back to uh, Dr. Zayas, okay, right. so there was one moment that I kind of wanted to pinpoint here where they're talking about flight. Yes. Okay, which is very important, I think, because they, they don't understand flight. He they, makes a paper airplane. He makes a it. paper airplane and throws it, and it blows their minds. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, holy fuck, okay. So then Dr. Zayas comes in. And they're like, oh, like they're trying to pet. They're like, oh, it's like a child's toy that flies. Okay. This, this, these individuals live in a society where nothing, they're like, oh no, that doesn't exist. Okay. I actually, and I understand like, okay, as scientists, you should test it. You want to see what this is, whatever. To me, in my mind, if I'm Dr. Zayas, this is basically a ghost. Okay. <laughs> I would shoot a ghost so fast. Okay. <laughs> if a ghost showed up here, I would just start throwing things at it or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Let's get rid of this thing. I don't want to figure this out right now. I'm not going to blame Dr. Zayas for being like, no, this is short now, my brain. Let's throw it out. <laughs> I'm not going to fault him for it. Well, for you mean when he crushes yeah, the Yeah, when he's just like, nah, fuck nah, this nah, shit. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> We're a talking human. I've had enough mind-blowing experiences for one day. I kind of agree to, except like, 
they do some beautiful circular logic here where they go, uh, well, he may be smart, but he's also crazy because he says he flew here from another planet and you can't fly. So like, because <laughs> like personally, Rebecca, mm-hmm. I would just say like in that situation, if a chimpanzee yeah. suddenly was able to talk mm-hmm. and stood up in a court of law and said, um, I'm a chimpanzee. I come from another planet. I flew here from another planet. I'd be like, talking chimpanzee. That's fucking crazy. Uh, I'm going to now believe anything else you say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, once once you cross the line of talking chimpanzee, anything is possible. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you know talking chimpanzees, like, ruined the, most of the world before, mm. like, if you have any, like, sparkle of that knowledge... You might be like, maybe this isn't for the public. <laughs> maybe this isn't for like the whole team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I believe, like, I'm pretty sure they do like studies on this of like, okay, like, what would be the psychological impact of um, telling the population there's aliens? Okay. Like, what would happen to society and that sort of thing? Like, that's basically what Taylor's pitching right now. Right. Aliens are real. I'm an alien. That's his narrative. I'm not a part of these people. I'm a totally separate fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, like I would understand not wanting to bleak that out into society necessarily right a fucking way. Let's dig into this a little more, right? And I feel like Dr. Zayas also gives opportunities of like, okay, stop lying. <laughs> I need to know where you're from. I need to know what's going on. You know, they they catch them at the cave. He's like, okay, so let's go check out this cave then. I mean, under duress, but still. Yeah, yeah, gunpoint, but whatever. Uh, The funny thing about, okay, so when I was watching this, the entire movie, I kept going, well, you're not going to make me believe this is an earth though, right? (laughs) And I kept saying that to myself. I'm like... This, because again, I didn't understand that that last scene that like so there's so many references to. Right. I never understood that that was from this movie because there's no apes in that oh, shot. Okay. Okay. Like there's no apes in that shot. So like at no point did my brain connect these two ideas and go, "This is from this movie." Clearly, that's the twist at the end. They are on Earth, but in my mind, it wasn't a twist. I just kept going. So you're gonna try and make me believe this is another planet? <laughs> I was just like, I was like, fuck you! Like, hey, obviously this is the same planet. How could that be possible? And I just kept going, okay, shut that part of your brain off, Rebecca. Shut that part of your brain off. And then we got to the end, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> right. Well, and that's very interesting because the whole time I was watching it, I did know that that that's the okay. twist. Yes. Um, but I was like, this has been so famously spoiled for me by popular mm. culture, popular culture over the last fifty three years that I was like. What did people think when they saw it the first time? Like, were did did someone be like, "I bet this is Earth," like right away, mm-hmm. or and you answer my question here, where it's yes, come on, this has got to be Earth, or yeah. are we just like spoiled on like twists? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get like into that in our Unbreakable episode. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we might be spoiled on twists. Yeah, I don't know, but like that's so interesting to think of. I w- I do want to go over that cave for a bit though. Oh, absolutely. Because in defense of Doctor Zayas here, oh. here is the evidence that is laid out. So this is the big reveal that like yes, humans did pre-exist on this planet. They did precede apes. Apes. 
you know, weren't created by God or whatever. They evolved. So the, there's a whole evolution thing in there, too, which, you know, com- is commented on by this movie. Um, and sort of this archaeological site, they go, look, the, we dig down deeper, and it's like going to more primitive ape, and then we find humans at a lower level. And Dr. Zayas is like, well, that doesn't prove anything. And he's kind of right. Oh, okay. Where, like, yes, I think, like, stratification of different things is, like, a legitimate way to do that. But it could also be that, like, it was buried there some other way. You know, like, he's like, that doesn't prove the date of it. That's not mm-hmm. a definitive way to date it. And he's like, you're right. It's not. And the other one was, like, the the teeth. He had false, the, they found false teeth glasses and, like, a heart valve of, like, a dead human. Yeah. And they go, look, they must have been, like, and Taylor can identify those items. And Dr. Sayers goes, I could also just give any random assignment, like, I could come up with some use for these devices. The fact that yours kind of makes sense doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you you have to be critical of it a bit. Exactly. So it's like, Dr. Zayas is actually being a pretty good scientist at that point. Who he's like, these certainly suggest things. And he does know that it proves it. Yeah. Is kind of the caveat. But uh, I also take that as he just doesn't want like a turnover on his job. You know what I mean? You know, if you're like working a job <laughs> and they're like, listen, we're going to update all the software and it's going to be totally fucking different. You're like, can can you just wait till the next guy gets here? <laughs> like, yes. I just don't. I can't do the whole flip. <laughs> <laughs> you mean we're going to go from completely religious to completely scientific? Like, we're still busting brains open over here. <laughs> I just don't think we're ready. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't get paid enough. Yeah, it's kind of one of those not under my watch kind yeah, of situations. Yeah, like, my like, God. This has persevered for thousands of years, and I'm not going to be the one that fucks yeah, it up. Yeah, you're just like, you lie. You're like, I didn't see that email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the w- big one is the human doll. Right, mm-hmm. and they go like, "Look, it's a, cr- it's the doll, and it cries. Why would an ape make a human doll?" And I'm like, "That's the least, that's the least convincing thing because I guarantee you, humans have made monkey dolls." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're adorable. <laughs> yeah, the little sock monkey oh, yeah. thing. You know, mm-hmm. you dig one of those up in an archaeological site from like this time period. This little sock monkey thing. And you're like, look, apes ruled the world because would humans make an ape to doll? And he's like, yes, we did. we make tons of dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Human baby dolls, Pokemon dolls, like, you know? Yeah. Ninja turtles. Absolutely. And I think just to circle back to how dangerous human beings are for these apes, they're like, their bite is septic. They're like... It's developed into a way of like these things will make you like sick. If it like human beings, if they bite you, they're gonna make you sick. Basically, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's super important because it's like, yeah, like none of these uh, human like they can't speak. They decimate our crops. Yeah, to the point where they're like hunting them to be like, okay, like you're you're going to eat our whole crop, which was such a funny when they're eating the corn. Oh, I love that. I don't know why eating raw corn on the cob like it's an apple is so funny to me. Yes. But it somehow is. Like, I just feel like you need to be wearing a barrel, and it just (laughs) makes me laugh every time I see it. I love it. 
<laughs> so yeah, funny. Like, if it was, you know, steamed a little bit with a little bit of butter or salt on it, I would be like, that's perfectly fine. But just, and I know you can do that too. Like, that's the thing. I know if it's like really fresh, sweet corn, you can just like crack it open and eat it and it's great. Oh yeah, I'll throw that on a salad. Yeah, but... <laughs> But somehow no. it's it so just, barbaric yes it looks so fun it looks like you should be missing teeth yeah it's so funny <laughs> i love it <laughs> you know what's crazy to <laughs> me corn on the cob is the bane of anybody who's missing teeth i will say that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what was really interesting to me is that these at uh, these explorers astronauts whatever you want to call them no problem just being like oh Let's just go follow this like tribe basically and get super close to them, even though they stole all our shit. We know nothing about them. Right. They kind of look like us. It'll probably be fine. I'm like, I probably I would have hung back a little longer, I think. Yeah. These guys seem like they just do like they jump in like that. Um the waterfall. The waterfall yeah. right away. I'm like, that you don't know what's in that water. <laughs> what could have evolved in that amount of time? You know what I mean? Like well, you don't know what's in there. What could have evolved in that amount of time? Doesn't even a crocodile. Yes. It, it, piranhas. Like, like it, you don't even need time for water no, to be yeah, dangerous. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's dangerous now. Yes. <laughs> Today. It, it could have been like a sulfur spring or something that was like highly acidic. Like they just stripped down and jumped in right away. And the <laughs> one defense I will give to that, I was gonna, I was gonna go on them so hard for that. Yeah. And the one defense I would give is like they did just walk for three days through a desert. Oh no, no, I'm I'm less on the jumping and more on the let's hang out with these people we just yeah, met. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems a little more dangerous to me. I can understand the thirst yes, for sure. Because there's also you make a great point where even if they were modern humans, mm -hmm. you'd be like, who are these people? Let's hang back. We don't know the situation. Like there are modern people that you groups of modern people that you would avoid. Oh my god. <laughs> A group of youths? Are you serious? <laughs> Woo! Oh my god. Oh yeah. I'm gonna cross the street for sure. <laughs> for sure. We're there's gonna go around. <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's too many teenagers in that group. Oh yeah. They're gonna be mean to us. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they're going to say something very honest about myself, and I'm going to think about it for oh, two God. weeks. I can't. They're going to make fun of me for not knowing the new memes. <laughs> that was such a... <laughs> Holy fuck. No, uh... <coughs> no, these guys seem so wild to just walk right up to them. Uh, <laughs> I, under I also understand that these, these apes are like, okay, like we're trying to advance here we're trying to figure out these human beings um you know kind of shitty that they like what lobot i don't even know what that they like perform experimental brain surgery experimental yeah, um, brain surgery on <laughs> this buddy <laughs> this guy okay also taylor works against himself so many times and i'm like i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> because there's like a lot of moments where first of all like the first thing he actually says to them he calls them damn dirty apes. Yes. I like he's he's yelling You're not about winning how friends at that point. How it's like it it's a madhouse and these sorts of things like it's Dude, these can't be your first words. We got to pull it back. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I can speak. Like I think there's a there's somewhere in the middle here where you could have maybe gained some ground. Yeah, it's like picture if 
a chimpanzee jumped out of your closet mm -hmm. and was like, you damn dirty human. <laughs> You'd yeah. be like, oh, we're enemies, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you existed until this point, but I guess we're enemies now. Yeah, uh, if somebody pointed at me and called me unclean woman, okay, we're not. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> but if, if a monkey came up to you and was like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'd be like, you'd probably freak out, but you'd be, okay, I'll listen to, to what this, yes. I know this is very upsetting to you. I know you didn't realize monkeys can talk. <laughs> sit with that for a second. Yeah, sit on it. Sit, let me know when you're ready to proceed. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple important things I want to run by you. I'm just going to be over on that bench. <laughs> Take a minute. Take a minute. I know this is big. <laughs> um, yeah, he could have come up with a couple of better things to say. Also, when he's, when Dr. Zayas is like, don't lie to me. Buddy, this is the time to start lying. <laughs> I don't understand why he needs to have this, this hard dick on for truth. It's like, I would do a couple of things and be like, actually... Yeah, there is a jungle over there. Do you want me to take you? Like, I'll, let's I'll extend this out. Start playing ball. Oh, I bit. play ball so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I would play ball so fucking fast. Rebecca's going to name names to the apes. She's like... <laughs> I... Oh, my God. I always think, for, like, the bigger part of my life, I'm like, yeah, no, there's no way I would ever flip. But every time I get a runny nose and I can't blow it, I'm like, I wouldn't survive torture. I just wouldn't. Like, no. I, if I have a runny nose, I start losing my fucking mind if I can't fly in Kleenex. I'm like, you could sit me in a room for a day, and I would lose my own mind by my fucking self. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I long gave up on any idea that I would be good under torture. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no. Oh, so fast. Oh, so fast. Soft, soft boy. I'm uh, a soft boy. <laughs> 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 but they, so they do like lobotomize or like do experimental brain surgery on that landing guy. And I just very, I, I need to point out that scene where that's revealed because this is so comical to me <laughs> in terms of how far we've come in movie pacing. Because the one thing I have found that this movie had so much of that it did not need was people literally just moving from one place to the other. True. So that scene, so it starts in the courtroom okay. and they go, there was another, there was other smart humans with me. And he goes, the, the, uh, the orangutans and Dr. Zayas go, uh, well, let's look at them then that we need to see this. And then they show them all getting up out of their chairs and walking out of the room. And then they show them, outside and they show them all walking from the door <laughs> to around the thing and then they show them walking the humans into the room and i swear to god there is like a minute long stretch of this movie that is just people getting up from chairs and walking places straight before anything happened modern editing that would be like well we've got to we've got to see this for ourselves brief shot of someone moving up like just a little bit out of the chair like it would just give you a mm -hmm. hint that they are moving and they would do straight cut to everyone's there and they bring the humans in like <laughs> this minute this movie's like an hour 40 i think and you could get it under an hour 30 if you just cut out walking that is so true i never noticed that and you're absolutely correct 
I think I don't think I noticed because I kept going like, oh, like the seat, like the um, the sets were cool. Mm-hmm. So like the sets were cool to look at, and because it was my first watch, I kind of. I didn't like hone in on the fact that they were walking around so much. I just kind of went, oh, another cool like little set right. to look at. And especially when they're outside and you get that big overview of like their their little huts and their buildings and these sorts of things and their little pathways. It looks sick. But yeah, you're right. They walk around so much. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of moving. Yeah. With, with not like unmotivated moving. Yeah. Right? Like, that you don't necessarily need to see. Um yeah, Dr. Zeus is, is also guilty of a couple other things. Oh, no, he's not great. He's not <laughs> great. But they I, do a really good job in that trial of demonstrating how problematic it is to define intelligence. Oh, yes, you're right. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the part where they go, well, what is the second uh, second um, thing on the ape, divine ape scripture? And, you know, how do you not? And they're all questions about the society, right? Common knowledge that you would all like how many digits does a phone number have? <laughs> what do you mean? You don't know you don't know how many digits a phone number has? You must be dumb. Yeah. But if you not expose that, and that was that's an actual real problem um that they had with like early IQ tests, right? Whereas it's culturally selective. So they go like they would show people pictures of the example I heard was a uh, an apple peeler. Do you know an apple peeler? Like a like you stick the apple on, oh, and yeah. you, you crank it, mm-hmm. and there's like a blade that goes around. And you go, what is this? And if you've never seen one before, or you're not from like an agricultural society, or your mom didn't bake when you grew up, you would have no idea what it would be. Kind of looks like a torture device. Exactly. <laughs> but like so to so to. Uh, apply that you are not intelligent if you don't know what something is was a huge problem in uh, like early 19th century, 18th, 1800s, that sort of thing, where they would go to like, uh, you know, tribal people and they'd be like, what is this? And they'd show them a screwdriver and they'd be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Never seen that tool before in my life. And they go, well, these guys aren't very smart then. They're like below us. They're, you know, we we need to take them under our Witten colonial wing and mm-hmm. using that science, su- quote unquote science, to justify that you're not as good as us. And like that's it's this movie is real good at highlighting a lot of very quick hypocritical things like that that humans have done throughout the uh, throughout their run. Absolutely, that's so true. That scene, I. I picked that out too as being like really like having a interesting impact. Yeah. Of like this is exactly kind of how it is. Exactly everything you just described. And I guess a point against her villain for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he's repeating a lot of the same mistakes. And the other the other thing, um so obviously with all sci-fi, sci-fi isn't really about the future, it's about the time in which it was written, right? 1984 is really about 1948. Um, the other thing with this one was, did you? It's very subtly mentioned at the beginning, but all the guys who are in charge are all orangutans with fair hair, and all the people like uh, uh, Zira and Cornelius, who are like the underlings, are all chimpanzees uh. with black hair. And they mention even off the top, they're like, 
the chimpanzees are like, how did you get this job? The quotas don't exist anymore. We're, we're not. So it's clearly they had some like racism going on. Definitely. You know, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, like it's a pretty smart movie and commenting on like power structures and like the way societies organize themselves and deny truth to perpetuate power and all the rest. Like, With just a ham running through hallways. <laughs> I love it. Get your hands off me, you <laughs> damn dirty apes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a fun watch for sure yeah it's not bad like that's the thing it's it's not bad no there's i would just say i think there's parts where i'm like i don't think i meant to have the reaction i do but like you know what i what he's laughing i i'm laughing through a lot of this true 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 (laughs) and i don't think it was necessarily the funniest (laughs) movies if that makes any sense yeah, um, but I yeah. still really enjoyed it. Super entertaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, anything else you wanted to say? But no, I think it's time for our definitive ranking of how good the villain is. Uh, I've got, uh, I've just got a, a great ape scale. Okay. For me right now, so on a scale of orangutan to gorilla, uh, I'm going to rank Doctor Zayas, and I am going to rank Doctor Zayas a bonobo, um, because, and I don't know if you know this about bonobos. They uh, resolve social conflicts with sex. (laughs) 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 So, Dr. Zayas, he's just trying to help out his fellow apes. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Just trying to resolve that conflict. Get them get them uh, off and ahead. Hey, you guys uh, learned something today. I learned something. Look up the Wikipedia article on bonobos and how they use sex to resolve things, and it, it sounds a little uh, bit like a utopic society. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got a damn dirty ape scale. <laughs> love it. Because <laughs> that honestly made me laugh so hard. I love it. Um, so from a partially pungent ape to a fucking filthy ape, I am going to give Dr. Zayas an axe-doused ape. <laughs> we know what you're covering up because we can smell both, sir. <laughs> we can smell both. <laughs> Dr. Zayas. An axe body sprayed wearing an ape. Just, <laughs> just a backwards cap, you know? Just like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> Just pulling up in a in a souped up Honda <laughs> Civic. <laughs> hey, you damn dirty apes, get in! We're going shopping. <laughs> now I'm just mixing I'm a bunch of shit. I'm wheezing. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> All right, uh, but guys, uh, we're gonna get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second, where we talk about people who've inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives. But first, a couple ways that you can help the podcast. First of all, I got the rhythm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, this is an audience choice episode, everybody. The audience voted. Our patrons voted. And they voted for this one. And if you want your say in what we cover every month, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash right. And uh, if you have some bucks, you can throw them our way to help support the podcast, and you get some crazy good benefits because of that. Uh, one, uh, at our uh, Two-Face level tier, you get to vote on episodes like this. So would you have picked something else? Would you have voted for a different one? Sign up, and next month uh, you can uh, give it a whirl. Uh, as well, uh, at our top tier, uh, $7 a month gets you two bonus episodes every month. Uh, it is still February uh, when this is coming out. Yes, 
Yes, it is. Okay, there we go. Uh, so this month, uh, my pick is uh, No Time to Die. We talk about where villains aren't necessarily right. No Time to Die is mine. And Rebecca is doing the M. Night Shyamalan Unbreakable. Uh, so check that out. And if you guys want to get in touch with us. As always, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Villain Was Right on Facebook. And Villain Was Right, uh, <laughs> villain was right at gmail.com if you want to slide into uh, and send us a personal story. Because sometimes we get those. And we love each and every one of them. We read all of them. If you haven't received a response, we definitely read it. I'm so sorry. Uh, sometimes we get buried. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you ask for us, Greg? Yeah, so. Um, just a quick one for me this week. So uh, we have received a lot of snow in Toronto over these last this last month, this last little while, and uh, I of course have to now shovel, uh, <laughs> which is not something I've had to do in many years. Um, and it is very tempting, Rebecca, to declare snow my villain of the week. <laughs> okay, but I am not doing that. I'm declaring it my hero. Ooh. I reserve the right for it to be a villain in the future. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to make it my uh, hero because I have a lot of shit going on in my life right now. And sometimes you just need to be a 37-year-old guy in the back alley hacking away at chunks of ice with a snow shovel for a couple hours. And it's not about the snow. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my hero of the week. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You're like, I put, there was snow here, and now yep. it's in a pile over here, and I don't feel so bad about myself anymore. <laughs> that is a real visual right there. That's an emotion. <laughs> I feel that in my soul. <laughs> that's great. Find that silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually, I have a hero as well this week. Mine's kind of light as well. Uh, but actually my uh, favorite band, Brockhampton, has, um, I guess, like split up. I guess oh. they did their last concert. Um, so I just want to make them my heroes of the week because mm. I have listened to them since they started and they've had a lot of albums out that kind of just like, I don't know if you have an artist that kind of just released music for when for like your time of life if that makes yeah, any sense yeah, yeah. just speaks to you emotionally for so it just hits you and you're like oh that's exactly what i needed i need to hear that i needed to hear these lyrics or pick this up or i i wanted that aggressive song because i'm upset or whatever it is and also because i fully support people quitting things <laughs> 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 i i know like i'm i'm sad that i'm not gonna hear any more of their music or like new music but you know they'll also go off individually or what have you but i just think sometimes people get so sad and they're like why wouldn't they do this forever i'm like well i like them as an artist so i like to think i would like them as people and i want them to do whatever the fuck they want you know what i mean when somebody when i hear one of my friends they're like oh you know i just i can't do comedy anymore i need to quit I don't think, oh, that's so sad. I think good for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what you need. You figure that out. Now, sometimes there is some sadness because I'm like, I feel like exterior factors have pushed you out <laughs> in a sense. But like sometimes just assessing what you need, knowing what you want, sometimes it's okay to quit. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a beautiful takeaway of, of that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking quit if you want to, baby. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're my hero of the week. And if you like uh, hip hop pop, 
Brockhampton's great. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, check them out. And uh, that's it for us this week uh, on the podcast. Rebecca, where can people get in touch with you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy uh, on Facebook, Twitter, or CraigFay.com. Um, and uh, that's it for us this week on The Villain Was Right. Tune in next week where we will be covering uh, the, the romantic comedy Serendipity. Everybody, Serendipity is up next week. And until then, uh, we this is The Villain Was Right reminding you, oh no, I was wrong. It was Earth all along. <laughs> they finally made a monkey out of me. <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>